What up, what up? Welcome to the Real Deal Villa podcast. I'm talking faith, food, family, and fitness. I share all about my fitness journey and different things about my life. I have the occasional guest to talk about different topics with me. I hope your ears are blessed. Let the beat drop. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Jason Villanueva here. Thank you so much for listening. I am excited about this episode today. I've been talking to one of my buddies named Tyson, and in the past, he'd mentioned some stuff about water and just how water should be consumed. And it's a really interesting conversation. I'm not even going to try and explain it. I want you guys to listen in. This is Tyson Drummond, one of my buddies who is a part of ZenRx.shop. You heard Ashley on the podcast uh, some episodes ago talking about going barefoot and the benefits of that and uh, wearing functional minimalist shoes. And so this is Tyson, also part of Zen RX, and he's a big water guru. And so we geek out over water, and there's a lot of inf- interesting information and even some practical information that you can take away from this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. All right, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited to introduce to you a good buddy of mine. I've known him for some years now. And uh, he's got a lot of expertise on a lot of different things, but specifically today, I want to talk to uh, Tyson about water. Tyson, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Jason, for having me on. Glad to be here. It's a a, a good day for a quick podcast before the yeah. New Year's get started. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. So this will actually air after the New Year, but it's exciting sure. to get it in on the last day. Um, I man, so where to begin with? with everything I want to talk to you about, number one, um, what comes to mind when I say the phrase tap water? Oh, <laughs> like what comes to mind or yeah. emotions or sure. feelings? Yeah. First thoughts um, on tap water. The first thoughts are, are like one of those cringy emojis that, you know, okay. the emoticons. Yeah. Just sure. kind of like you, you face the, a little bit. The, the pukey emoji, like, bleh. yeah. Or, so why or is I that? think of like putting fires out or something like that. You know, okay. Like, okay. If you need water for an emergency, tap water is there and it's available. <laughs> but if you need it for drinking, you say no way, Jose. Yeah. I'm just, uh, there's, there's more ideal options out there that um, I think our bodies need in general. Okay. All right. Sounds good. So one of the things I learned from you guys, obviously, um, with, uh, with Ashley, so, you know, Ashley and you guys are now Zen It used to be Zen fitness. I got it wrong on the last podcast, but I, okay. met, I met you guys when you were functioning as, um, Zen fitness and I would see Ashley to go in for training sessions for exercise, mobility, that kind of stuff. And I was in rough shape when I started seeing her and uh, she sorted me out quite a bit over the years. But um, one of the things that I learned in that gym and that I thought was interesting is that right next to your water fountain, you had um, a bowl of pink salt. So what was that all about? Yeah. So um, we do kind of have that set up for somewhat of emergency situations. It doesn't come up ever, but just in case anybody needed to add Uh, pink salt to their water. It's a very extremely fast way to get electrolytes into your system. 
So if you're somebody that hasn't worked out very much or if a person's out of shape, you know that feeling when you start working out for the very first time and you get kind of dizzy and lightheaded? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So at that point in time, like your body is basically trying to manufacture and um, use use its systems to work right. And uh, things can get out of hand really quick. And so if somebody gets super like uh, heat exhausted, um, you can put a pinch of sea salt on your tongue and it'll automatically like really quickly absorb into your mouth mm-hmm. and give your body. Yeah. Um, I say electrolytes, but a lot of people don't want understand what that means, but it's basically like giving your body some vital real quick electricity. Okay. Um, yeah. So it, in an emergency situation at the gym, it's, it's something that you would could use on hand to yeah. help somebody get through a, a bad session. Yeah. So what I, so what I ended up doing just every time that I would have a, a sip of water there, a little, one of the little cups of water, maybe like a four ounce Dixie cup or whatever, I'd always just do a little pinch of salt and then like kind of slam that back. And it just became a, something that I would do, but then it also turned into, into me adding Himalayan salt to my water at home as well. And so I kind of picked that up and, and use that over time. So where I want to kind of go with this, um, one, I, I skipped over allowing you to introduce yourself and kind of tell people who you are and what you do. So let's rewind, get the quick intro, and then I'll ask you a question that'll help prepare, propel the rest of the conversation. All right. Well, um, I wasn't quite prepared to introduce myself much either, because <laughs> as you mentioned, me and Ashley work together um, building her fitness business. Yeah. Um, she loves and, and understands the structure and the movement of the human body to a very exceptional degree. Uh, but over the last 10 years, I, I love learning. And so when I was being educated by um, a good friend of mine on some concepts that weren't very popular at the time, um, one of them would be like keto, you know, his thing 10 years ago was like, Hey, do you know what this is? And do you know why there's a reason to change your macros and, and go high fat, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and low carb. So that was a long time ago. That opened up my book to, to finding some mentors and gurus that are very uh, recognized around the globe, some triathletes, some, um, healers that are, that are out there that, um, have created like some really amazing programs. Um, Paul check has an institute. And so just through that nature, I have learned a lot and I, I enjoy knowing about the body. Yeah. And it's got me into all kinds of different stuff between, sure. uh, you know, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff that I could go. So through, you, so I, you've wa- been water's my passion. Though, water's so, your passion. Yeah. But you also, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess you guys, so with, with Zen RX, um, you've talked to me a little bit about the um, kind of the Zen being an Eastern concept and the RX, the medicine pharmacy being kind of a Western idea. And so you kind of have a, you kind of have a, um, what's the word, a a mesh or a a melding of two ideologies that are coming together to to kind of um, describe what you guys are doing with your, your methods, your philosophy behind health and fitness and food, right? Right. Yeah. I, I liked the idea of blending two different major philosophy, Eastern and West, uh, Western philosophies of medicine together. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, there's a lot of other ones out there. Um, there's a really interesting philosophy of medicine in the Mongolian tradition, and I won't get into that too much, but they're doctors. <laughs> when you go to see them, the first thing, if you're sick or hurting, they talk to you about what's wrong and your emotions and what's bothering you or they come come from a completely different angle of treating you for gut issues or back pain and stuff like that from a internal perspective. So 
Um, I just think it's necessary at this time where communication and global information is being shared so fast that we there's no reason why we can't start opening and understanding philosophies that other people have done very successful things with, and especially yeah. if it's doc, especially if it's documented. And so the RX thing is like if you're driving around, and you see the RX, it looks like the little prescription sign. And so sure. yeah. I like the idea of writing somebody a prescription of, hey, drink this kind of water for the next yeah. Sure. 30 days and let me know what you think instead yeah, of I, like, go get. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I, I feel like it's such a, an easy thing, like the, um, the practicality behind it all. So I, I visited you at your home maybe a month or two ago, and it, it had been a while since we connected. It was, it was good to get with you. But, um, right. one of the things that I, that I, uh, that I noticed that was new to you, I guess, or you were sharing with me was this idea of, um, fermenting foods and that kind of stuff. And so you had your whole fermentation process going on, but you had me drink the, is it beet kvass or what's it called? Yeah. Beet kvass. Yeah. Kvass, which is, is yeah, like, uh, which is, which is really interesting. We can talk about that at a later time, but you started showing me, you're walking me through a bunch of different stuff that you're doing. And you had this, um, this bottle, that's a glass bottle. And you showed me this process of how you restructure your water. And so you start talking to me about water and how you're passionate about water. And you have this process that you take your water through before you drink it. And you said something interesting to me, and I want you to expound on this and maybe take it, you know, one, two, three, but you said water should be uh, mineralized, charged and restructured. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, that's general. Uh, how would, how would yeah, you say I mean, it? What did, what did you say to me? Uh, I mean, I, it was on the top of my mind, but yeah, water should be structured, mineralized. It should have somewhat of electrical charge electrical to it. Charge. Okay. So yeah. what's that about? Tell me what that's about, how you do it and what are the benefits? Um, so what that's about is water has, uh, it's very special. Um, it's one of the most misunderstood substances on the planet, but also there's so much information that is documented about it that people just don't know. Okay. And so a lot of, unfortunately, even when we think we're drinking clean, filtered, reverse osmosis water, we think that that's a healthy thing that we've been marketed to our whole entire lives since we've been children. Right. Um, but, but the truth is, is it a lot of times, uh, it's dead water is what I would say. It doesn't mm, have a life wow. force to it. Wow. Um, water has somewhat of like an infinite memory and capacity to carry information. And so what I mean by mineralized is the water that's reverse osmosis. It has every single thing stripped out of it. So mm. we're talking about all the bad stuff came out of it, but guess what? All the good stuff came out of the water too. So that's like purified water or distilled water. Right. Distilled water would actually be like a quote unquote H2O, like straight up um, chemical makeup is, is plain and straight distilled water. Okay. So I'm a bigger fan of, of anything that's a little bit more natural, spring water, okay. uh, mountain water, glacier water, um, sure. things that actually have some minerals with it. Okay. So a big part of reading water bottles and stuff, if you can ever find water that does have some type of TDS, a total dissolved solid score on it, that helps a lot because that tells you how much mineral content is in it. And again, going back to the salt, adding pink Himalayan salt does remineralize some of those filtered waters. So if you're a person that 
is used to getting your filtered waters, your Dasanis, your Aquapinas or Ozarkas and stuff. Adding that little bit of salt to it actually does put minerals and an electrical charge back into the water. Wow. Because okay. our bodies, our bodies do not know what filtered water is. If you slam a full bottle of filtered water, you'll get a tummy ache afterwards. Hmm. And that's because your body is literally in, in bar, it's starting and creating an inflammation and an immune response to that water. Cause it doesn't, your body doesn't register and recognize what that water is. It's so clean that it, it doesn't actually know Wow. So uh, how to, yeah. So our, our bodies, and I guess if you think about ancient, ancient ways, if you're drinking water from a well or drinking water from a spring, you're going to have natural minerals from the earth coming into that water and your body's going to say, yes, this is good water from the earth versus what we've done and stripped all of the natural, natural minerals out of the water from the earth. And even somehow stripping the electrical charge and our body's like, Hey, what is this? Right. Yeah. And so your tap water, it, it would need to come out of the faucet exactly at 7.0 on the pH um, scale. Okay. So it's really supposed to be completely neutral we we live in a decent place for water like there's a lot of cities who have have forced like chemicals like uh, fluoride into their water systems and the unfortunate part about that is is that people aren't told what that does to some of your organs and the way that your body um, expresses that later down the road and so those things can get a little um tricky to navigate because you don't want to put say things that will freak people out but at the same time I, it's important to get some of the truth out there. Yeah. Um, when I, when I talk about the mineralization of the water, one thing I like to explain to people is water, uh, seawater has like 92 elements and all the elements that you can find in the known universe are in our seawater. Okay. And so when you're a baby in your mom's womb, the amniotic fluid that's in your mom's womb is exactly the same composition as seawater as you would find in nature. Out oh, in the wow. oceans, but yeah, but we're not supposed to drink seawater. They say. Um, there's particular places where seawater. Yeah, you could like the, a lot of the water I drink. They take it right out from the depths of the ocean, put it in a bottle, and that's what I drink. Wow. So there would be no problem with that. So there's big, big layers of like you know ten thousand feet, twenty thousand feet, and further down there's layers to where the seawater is actually like very, very, very um, helpful. It's healing. It's, it's got a lot of life force with it. So what kind of, so what kind of water is that, that you're getting? Um, it depends like what I can get my hands on. So the closest convenience stores, like they've shipped, they've shipped it out and changed a lot of their higher end waters. It's kind of hard to find the stuff that I really like. Yeah. Um, but like there's cheaper water too, that I, I don't mind. And it's, it tests good on my pH meters. It tests good. Uh, like Aldi water. I really like that quite a bit. That's spring water. Aldi um, so spring water. Is it there? It's yeah. just like a bottled water or what is it? Yeah. It's like three bucks for a 12 pack. Um, that's kind of on the more affordable side. And I still add my um, salts or minerals to that. Um, you can get some other trace elements to add to not just salt, but you could theoretically, you could add potassium, magnesium, some of the some of those things to your water if you wanted to, but then you the scale kind of goes up. And so it's like, you know, that's somewhere at the bottom, like it's not very expensive and it's my go-to, but 
like, let's say that, you know, I, I was getting ready for a long run or I really wanted to rehydrate myself, or let's say I knew my body was getting sick. Like that feeling you get when you know that you probably caught a cold or something. Yeah. I would imme- immediately be going and getting the, the nicest, best water that I could get my hands on. And a lot of times I'll find that at either green acres or sprouts or something like that. And so what's it called? What's the brand and what's, what's so great about it? Um, there's a number of brands that I could recommend, but uh, I like Icelandic water. It comes from okay. glacier. So the water's melted and it comes from, you know, about 40,000 year old water or so. Wow. There's other waters that, um, come from like, uh, the volcanic ash, the way that the water recycles and, and goes in the oceans. You can get water. That's, it's basically mixed with like some of the highest dense minerals that you can find. Hmm. Uh, that's called Kona deep. Kona? And then there's a mm-hmm. Kona. And then there's a brand called Volcanic, I believe. Okay. And so it's just so these waters that you're buying, are they they're mineralized and charged? Are they restructured? Uh mineralized and charged. It would be probably tough to beg the argument if it was structured. Uh structured water like a lot of the water we get in our bottles or water that comes out of the tap, like it, it's stuck and globulated. So imagine like, uh, like trying to fit a football into a coffee can and just wouldn't fit in there. Yeah. Like the molecules and the size of the water are so big and they're so disarrayed that once you structure it, it breaks it back down into it's like equal crystalline shape that it's supposed to be in kind of like a snowflake or something like that. If you looked at it under, um, like a high powered microscope. Sure. And so this is the bottle that you were talking about. This is called a flasca. Um, inside of the, yeah, inside of the bottle, it's got micro etched, um, geometric shapes. And so the water that I put in there, I mean, it just sits for about 10 to 15 minutes and it's going to restructure it as it sits in there. So it puts everything back in order. It puts everything back to where, um, you can absorb it really quick and easy too. Okay. So it's for the purpose of absorption. Right. So yeah, like the water that we typically drink, like if it's uh, just regular tap water or regular bottled water, it's, it's almost like you, you've like your body has to like reorganize like a really dirty closet. Like it takes your body a lot of extra energy to take everything apart and put it back into a structured format. So the Mm -hmm. water that's in our body is actually nowhere close to the water that we can see in liquid yeah. form. It's a different chemical makeup. Sure. So, um, you know, as, as I'm hearing this, it's it, number one, it's really interesting to me. Um, but if I'm kind of like average Joe, I'm just a, you know, normal person, maybe I buy Ozarka or may, you know, we get Culligan water. And so on a daily basis, like what is my incentive to consider taking the extra steps to mineralize um, charge and even That's a good structure question. my water. Like, uh, you know, how, how do I go from, okay, I drink tap water every day to, and, and not even practically, how do I do it? But what's the, like, how do you convince me in my mind that this is something that I should take seriously? Sure. So those waters, when you put those waters in your body, generally they're going to be of an acidic, uh, pH level. And so your body now has to work to get that level back in harmony. And so when you're drinking those waters, your body literally has to give up its own minerals to, 
to get that water back up to where it's supposed to be. Hmm. So when you drink that water, you're literally like when you go to the bathroom after that, or after you've had three or four bottles of that water, like the clear urination that people normally see, and they think that they're hydrated, their body is actually, that water is going in there and sucking the minerals of your own body out as you're passing it through your system. So it's not that it's just clean water. What's happening is, is you're drinking water that's denutrient. It's demineralizing your body. It's, it's taking the electrolytes that you have stored up in your system out. And so it's the opposite. Yeah. It's kind of mm. like, a, I don't know if you've ever heard of an anti-nutrient, but like gluten is one of them to where like, you don't actually just putting nutrients in, you're like putting food in your body that actually sucks nutrients out of your system. So I, yeah. So now your body has to work twice as hard. Wow. That's a really interesting concept. Um, yeah. So I, I think if you were to, um, if you were to give somebody a bit of advice today and say, Hey, go, go to green acres, go to your local health food store and look for this and that, what should people be looking for to help their water source? Sure. Yeah. So, um, structuring is a little bit of a complicated process. There's a quick, easy DIY thing you can do at your house. If you were to take a, a, reg, a regular plastic water bottle, when you could get glass marbles, so you could cut the top of a plastic water bottle mm -hmm. or the bottom, cut this off, put marbles in here, and you could run the water over the marbles and that glass will actually break the water apart and re-put it back together in a structured format. Yeah. It simulates as if water was going down a river. Okay. Um, moving, like if you ever stuck out in the wild or something, yeah. go, always drink water that's moving. Moving. If it's water that's stuck in a pond or something like that, or it's stagnant, everybody has seen a body of water that's sure. stagnant. It's gross. Yeah. As long as water is moving, it, it's really important. So when we get our bottled waters, our tap waters, like a lot of times it's, it's just unstructured. It's, it's not too easy to restructure it, but yeah. adding the pink Himalayan salt or any sea salts um, is at least going to help remineralize it um, and put it into a form that your body, once it absorbs it, so it, you, it's already doing some of the work for you. So you mentioned trace minerals that you can buy. So are it, I mean, what is, do I go to green acres and say, Hey, do you guys have any trace minerals or am I looking for just Himalayan salt? Like, what am I looking for? Yeah. You would be able to find somebody would be able to point you in the right direction to find trace minerals um, pretty quick and easy. But for me, the convenience is as well, if you have salt to flavor your food with, you can use it to dub as, something to generally flavor your water with. Too. But, but you would say for sure a pink salt. It doesn't have flavor, but it, it does mineralize yeah. it. But you, you would, you would say for sure, like pink salt over table salt, like iodized. Yeah. Cause that stuff's caked with petroleum products and it's very, very bad for you. Um, it, it's not normal in nature. Um, yeah. based the synthetic, uh, sodium, um, it, it's one of the more worse chemicals out there. <laughs> uh, food for food purposes and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Now there are some pink seek saws out there that you could probably find if you knew exactly where it came from. Like you always kind of want to use caution. Make sure you're buying something that looks clean and, and a good so brand. Kosher? Kosher? You said? Yeah. I mean, just sea salts in general, but uh, pink salts, Himalayan salts, oh, okay, okay, salt. Okay. I yeah. thought I heard you say kosher or kosher or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other okay. thing you can do, the free thing that anybody can do, um, this gets a little bit woo woo, but I like to talk about it anyways, <laughs> is you do have a light charge to your heart and a, an EMF electromagnetic frequency that's coming from your, um, your body and your resonations body. with, yeah. 
So at the very minimum, what you could do, a lot of people pray over their food. But what I like to tell people is take a second to just say a quick little prayer for the water that you're getting ready to put into your mouth too, because the frequencies of the light source emitted from your chest will actually kind of quickly change the water composition. And it's pretty amazing how fast it can happen. And so if people are praying over the food, like you don't have to tell anybody what you're doing or anything, you know, to be awkward or something, but you can give it a good intention. And those, those frequencies do have an effect of that's produced. I was going to say, there's a couple of people that are close to me that listen to this podcast and right now to themselves are saying, why didn't you start there? You should have started there. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, that's amazing. There's a lot to be said about frequency and, and the way your body puts off frequencies. I, you know, as you were talking about running water, you're talking about water coming from the earth and being demineralized in a, in a process and, and having an electric charge removed. It, it made me think about grounding and, if there was any kind of like correlation between like, you know, how we we can ground and there's Mm -hmm. benefits to our body. If like, if the water has had its grounding removed essentially as as it's been processed, it just had kind of had that thought. Do you have any thoughts on the correlation there? Yeah, we didn't get too far into it, but there's a very, very popular doctor by the name of Gerald Pollack. He's up at the uh, Washington state university. How do you say, how do you spell his last name? P-O-L-L-A-C-K. Okay. Gerald Pollock. Pollock. And so what, yeah, what they've discovered is there's a fourth phase of water. So it's Mm. not just a liquid, solid, or gas. There is a fourth phase of water and that's the water that's in our body. It's called H3O2. And it's basically like a gel. And so, yes, you're absolutely right. Like certain waters do act like a battery to our system because we're this giant machine that you know, if you ask the average person, like what our bodies are made of, and like, and most people would say, yeah, 70% water. It's like, well, that's by composition. If you took our body by molecular weight, we're actually 99% water. And so when mm. you think about the frequencies and resonances and the, the electrical charge of the water in our system, it absolutely is provable. And scientific stuff is all over the, yeah. all over the place, like showing like how this stuff works, but that's cool. Um, I love it. It yeah. sounds a little weird, but I mean, I think we're, we're all, we've all got some weird stuff. Um, but I can tell you, you, you will probably be requested to come back on and, and talk about some of this. Yeah, stuff I can talk about water. Yeah. I can well, talk not about even just water, but some of the, the electrical charge frequencies, grounding, that kind of stuff. I talked to Ashley and I think maybe I ought to have you and Ashley come back on together in tandem to talk about um, grounding and the benefits of that. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun. Cool. Do you have a, do you have any final thoughts? Um. The one final thought that I would, I want to put out there is to me, like when I ran across this in the Bible, that water was talked about before light was, it was very, very um, changing to me to understand and think about that. And I started prioritizing, understanding it more. And it's still to this day, there's, there's researchers all over the globe that are still kind of trying to figure out what exactly it is. So after I've said everything that I've, I've put out here, like, I want people to know that, um, the researchers and the people trying to really crack the code on what exactly water is, it's, it's it, the expansiveness in the rabbit hole goes tremendously like way deep. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so like, it's not one of those things I want people to get like been out of shape of or like, Oh, you know, somebody told me I can't drink this water or that it's um, it's a lot of fun when, when you get into the science of it and it's really cool what water can do. 
It, it is super fun. And I, you know, as, as you were talking um, just about, as we're having this conversation, I couldn't help but think about the time that we got up on, um, you know, we went for a hike and you start to go over rivers and, and there's streams and there's flowing water and it just looks so clear and beautiful. And it's like cold, like just ice cold water coming down the mountain. But then you get to the top and you realize that there's a lake that's feeding those streams. And then you realize that it's the snow melting from the top of the mountain that's running down, creating the lake and then going downstream. And, you know, we, maybe we didn't have to, but we took our life straws and we were drinking from the streams and stuff. And it would just felt like the cleanest, most water. refreshing, coldest water I've ever tasted in my entire life. Yeah. Um, when you start drinking good water, like your body starts <clears throat> to crave it and it tastes yeah. so much different. You and were here. I, I gave you one with the bottled water and the exact same water I put in that flask, and I asked you what the difference was in the flavor, and you and you could tell a difference. I could tell a difference. Yeah, it's really yeah. interesting. But I I like this stuff, man. And you know, I'm in a place to where I'm I'm trying to make changes. I and I I say trying words mean things. I am making changes in in my lifestyle and the way that I do things. And I've picked up things here and there. Again, you know, adding pink salt. Even, even drinking electrolytes and doing different things like that. Um, times where I, I need a moment. So I go outside and I, you know, I'll sit on the grass barefoot and I'll say, okay, you know, close my eyes and kind of connect with earth and nature. And yeah, I'm a believer. I'm, I, I don't worship creation. I, I thank God for creation and I enjoy it tremendously. And uh, yeah. in our circle, we'll call it engaging creation. And it's one of the easiest ways for me to like, find a place of peace, a place of shalom, you know, like I need, I need to just go outside and stare at a tree or smell some grass or something like that. And, and it yeah. helps. And so anyways, that's kind of my world and I've been adopting little things here and there. So I, I find this kind of stuff interesting and, um, yeah. I, you know, we've had well, some kind of cool. Go the, ahead. What you can do too the, the grounding part of that. I mean, it is possible for people to go take a shower, the water that's coming out of the faucets generally by the time you, you've been in there for three or four minutes, you're getting water that was connected to the metal pipes that it's been plumbed to your house in. And so a lot of times people's water that actually bathed, that they get bathed in is grounded water. Interesting. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Cool. So that's why like sometimes you've got a long, hard day at work, like going home and like just taking a, a quick shower. Like it does help to kind of ground your, your body and stuff like yeah. that. It's kind of cool. That's pretty wild. Do you, uh, just real quick, do you see any any benefit or do you practice cold showers? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't get in cold. So I got to put that yeah. disclaimer out there sure. that going in full cold, I'm not a fan of. I'll get in with either. warm and then I'll, you know, I'll be in there for get my head wet basically and, and then go full cold after that. And so I was out in, we went to Florida this Christmas, but yeah. in Jacksonville, it was still pretty cold and every, I had to do it like jump in my buddy's pool. It was probably 50 degree water. And, Ooh. um, I got in there and swam for 10 minutes or so. Like I felt amazing. You feel amazing. The whole cold thermogenesis yeah. thing. Like I, Dude. I felt really good after I got out. We were, um, we were in, so we had gone to Destin in October and the, the water felt great. It was still warm out on the days where it was like 72 degrees or something like that. But then we went to Pensacola in, uh, in November, just a week before Thanksgiving. And it was chilly in the mornings. And, uh, yeah. and I, I was longing to get into the ocean 
into the cold water. And I did, we got in a couple of times and I just ran in and, and dove in right into the cold yeah. water just cause I just, I love it. And, you know, I couldn't help but think also when you're talking about the seawater, like I like to run into the ocean, dive in and then get the taste of the salt in my mouth. Like I don't take a gulp or anything, but I lick yeah. my lips and I'm just like, ah, it's the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're in Kansas, we're landlocked. Right. And so right. I, I can't do that at Cheney Lake and get the same effect. You know, we, so when I went to Florida, right. dude, I just ran in and I'm like, oh man, the seawater, the, the cold water, everybody's like, no, it's too cold to get in. I'm like, no, nah, man, it's perfect. It is absolutely perfect to get in, but yeah, that's fun stuff. Cool. Well, man, I appreciate yeah. you coming back on. And if you would, I'd, I'd love to have you back to maybe talk about some sort of other scenario concerning health and fitness or nutrition or whatever it may yeah, be, I'm maybe some sort I'm of other, uh, Zen, um, RX philosophy that you guys hold that maybe you want to share with the world. Sure. Yeah, I would love to. I really appreciate the time to come on and, and just talk about it. I, I've been playing with water since I was a little kid. I, I You couldn't get me out of the baths. You couldn't get me out of the pool. And I just, I've always been fascinated with water. And so that's number one on my list, but I've got a lot of things that I'd like to, to connect to. So sure. anything that I could do to share to help, especially like you said, like just the common everyday average show, like what do they need to know? Like, that's what I like to talk about too. So. Yeah. How do you, how do you make little changes, little tweaks here and there? Right. Right. I mean, we could, you know, we could do an episode and say, okay, here's 50 things you need to do to change your life tomorrow. And that's overwhelming. Right. But, or, you know, you know, I hate to say it, but like, there are some things that people, if we had a $10,000 machine in my house that was making hydrum depleted uh, deuterium water, that would be a completely different story. <laughs> it's like, how, how are you going to ask people to go buy something like that? And so, yeah, exactly. um, you know, I'll stick with the, the free prayers and a little bit of salt and people would be doing <laughs> 10 times better. Um, than the tap waters that have all the chemicals and stuff in it. That That's good. That's good stuff. Awesome, man. Thanks, Tyson. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Jason. Yep. Yep. Uh, happy New Year, buddy. Yeah, you too, man.